Mortimer again, linking up with Peter Wynn. And now they're only 32 metres out from the Queensland line as Elias runs from Dummy Half. He's in the clear, Elias! He's going to score! Right underneath the post, Benny Elias, you little beauty! Yes, you little beauty. One of my favourite New South Wales players of all time, scoring his only origin try of all time. Benny Elias joining us on Sports Day. Benny, how are you? how's that wine in Darlinghurst going at the moment? Oh, wonderful, mate. I've got to say, I'm at this beautiful restaurant here called Bar Grazi. It's a uh, wonderful <laughs> Italian restaurant here. In, Is it yours? In, uh, a good part of the world, uh, down at Darlinghurst, mate. It's it's a, it's a beautiful afternoon, so, mate, life is not too bad. Just so we're laying all our cards on the table, uh, is that your restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish, I wish, oh. I wish. No, oh. not at all, mate, no. Mate, welcome to Sports <laughs> Day. Benny, is that, your, is that your location for your 60th in a couple of weeks? Have you got any plans already lined up? Oh, no, it's very, it's, it's funny you say that. I've got a very dear friend of mine, uh, Kim Maloney, who's throwing a uh, nice little saray for me. He's, uh, it's, it'll be down at Bondi Beach there on the nice little penthouse that he's got down there. It's a, a lovely little place, and uh, and I, I'm very, very much grateful that this bloke is throwing the party for me. So, Who's he yeah, no, I'm with? looking forward to it, mate. I'll tell you what, Benny, you came, oh. you came through with a couple of, you know, yourself, a bit of a scallywag, and a couple of other scallywags around the same oh, age yeah. when you were at Belmain. Like, I think, you know, well, Blocker, we attended Blocker's 60th, what, last year, wasn't it? So he's around the same age. I think Ciro, Ciro's only a couple of years younger than you, isn't he? He is. He's two years younger than me, and um, I was two years younger than Big Bloggy. So I was right in the middle there. And, and talk about scullywags. We've got, you know, we've got some great scullywags coming along. We've got John Singleton, Johnny Stevens, oh. uh, Jack Cowan. There's some good scullywags amongst those folks, I can assure you. So... Uh, look, it's a good, good, good crop of people. There's only 40 of us, and uh, it's only a tremendous only one, so it should be a lot of fun. Jeez, he's doing a bit of brucing, isn't he? Uh, so that's dropping Jack on. Cowan, great guy, Jack yeah. Cowan. Yeah. Singo there as well. Mm. Hey, Benny, um, Pacific Championships, yeah. uh, are you getting into it? Mm. Uh, and, and how do you reckon oh, I mean, you've played for the Kangaroos in New Zealand? What sort of reception do you reckon the Kangaroos will get in Hamilton on Saturday? Well... How, how strong is rugby league now in New Zealand? It's yeah. just gone from strength to strength. You know, with the performance of the Warriors this year, they've certainly got on the bandwagon. And uh, look, any grand final in any World Cup is going to be great, let alone being played in front of their own home crowd there. And, and the momentum they've got, they truly, truly believe that they can get the Aussies. And, you know, and I, and I, and I actually, you know, they worry me. They, the New Zealand mm. side worry me. They've got some terrific players there and they've got a lot of tough blokes. So, Look, honestly, it's uh, I've been really loving the, the the World Cup so far. It's been uh, very interesting, but almost predictable that these two sides, which probably are the best in the world, uh, seeing each other uh, head to head. So, very much looking forward to it. That's for sure. Benny, mate, you must have been only what? Were you twenty one when you toured in eighty five to New Zealand with the Aussies? I was. Wow. Yes, I was. Yeah, I was. I was twenty one years of age and. Uh, it was a great, it was a great memory and a great, great honour to be part of that, um, that that successful side over there. And uh, there was a lot of, you know, there was a, a lot of dramas back then. Back then, when when New South Wales and Queensland played, we'd played two games. That's right, yeah. And, and and we'd won, we'd won the series. And let me tell you what, Wally Lewis, Fatty Vaughton company, they they certainly let us know. Terry Fermi was the coach. 
And uh, he was the New South Wales coach and also the national coach. And by God, what a mistake that was from the from the hierarchy at the time. Because uh, you know, Wally Lewis certainly uh, he, he certainly showed his uh, his 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 um, his, uh, his oh, I suppose his um, his influence I suppose on all the other players by saying to the Queenslanders, "We're not training." And I'm there, you know, excited as hell, making my debut. And you're thinking, "What the hell's happening here?" And, and it certainly was an experience that you don't want to experience as a player, I can assure you. So it was very uncomfortable. And uh, the, I think the rest is history in, in the making that we got beat the third third game. And, uh, you know, it was one of those positions of, of disappointment, I suppose, making your debut in 85. Yeah, so they played two, Jace. They played two yeah. Origins, went and played the Test match, come back and played the third. And, mm-hmm. and Greg Kineski was the incumbent hooker, wasn't he, Benny? You Correct. took over from Turtle. That's that's exactly right, and um, you know, he, you know, it was just that 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 time. I think that Terry firmly wanted to blood some new young blood into the uh, into the Australian jersey. He made some changes, and I think it was all to the benefit of the New South Wales place. I think he was trying to reward some of the players that he coached in that first winning series for the New South Wales side by putting them in the Australian side, and it sort of backfired, I suppose, because of uh, the the angst that. That Wally and Co. gave to the, um, you know, gave to the Australian, uh, to the Australian side. Yeah, they'll they'll never do that again. Now, mm. even nah. though even though you've been a very successful man in business, Benny, after rugby league, I love how humble you are. You are one of the most giving people, and I love the story that I've spoken to you. We've spoken to you about it previously. Your first house you ever purchased was from the Commonwealth Bank Cup Schoolboy Player of the Year check that you received when you were in year twelve. Now. I think somewhere along the line you told us that you still have that house. Or... What was that? So when you won the the Commonwealth Bank Cup Schoolboy Player of the Year, the check you got from that when you were in year 12, you purchased your first house. Is that correct? I did, actually. Yeah, it was way back in 1979, I can assure you. It's, uh, it was a house out in Parramatta where back then there were, there were cows still out there. and <laughs> uh, I could only do what I could afford, and I bought this little place, which I still got today, and you think you think that uh, you know the, the the wisest things that anyone can do listening right now is is to invest in property only if you can afford it. The greatest thing I can advise to any young footballer or any sports person or anyone in particular, if you can get your foot on a on a uh, on a property, do it because the property that we got today, ten years ago, it was way cheaper, and ten years before that, it was cheaper even more. Mm, and yeah. there's only one way with property, and that's up. Yeah, good stuff. I love that. I love that story. Now, we had one of your um, your bodyguards on last week, Big Ciro. Ciro, he's our hero, and um, I love Ciro. Oh, he's a great one of the greatest. Both he and Block. Now, he was telling us about the little big men wrestles that were on the Kangaroo tours of '86 and '90. Now, before we get your comment, this is what he had to say last week. It was part of the tour, like you know, you had <laughs> X amount of games, X amount of games on tour. You stayed here, you stayed here. Big men versus little men, rumble in the jungle. So that was. That, that was a part of the tour. Um, and it, it went, I, I think it, it certainly happened in 86 because I got attacked by like, Terry Lamb and Sterling <laughs> and a couple of other blokes too. And I come up to your knees. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, so the 86 and 90 little big man. Now, you're a little man because you're a hooker. Were you part of those oh, yeah. little big man wrestles? <laughs> oh, absolutely, without a doubt. The captain and the vice captain was the captain was Alfie Lang and the vice captain was Kevy Walters. They, they absolutely... They, they absolutely haunted and absolutely 
made made the big fellas feel like little fellas at their very very best. They would bite them on the ankles. They <laughs> they would just continually flick them on the ear and run. They couldn't catch us. That was the good thing about the little men. <laughs> and, and the big men, I can assure you, you just don't want to get caught. And I think once Kevy got caught by Mal, and Mal picked him up like you know those cartoons yeah. when they pick him up and <laughs> by the throat. <laughs> about two feet off the air and he said you do that one more time i'll kill you <laughs> it just stopped then just stopped we stopped licking them and and pestering them for the rest of the tour oh now one of the great rugby league icons we always talk about uh, famous grounds and famous players benny but laurie nichols is one of rugby league's great icons and god god bless his soul and he used to have all these jace yeah. used to have all these rhymes for all the players like zero zero here's our hero is that where they come from yeah, yeah. Where, where did he where, what did he come up with for benny elias oh he said benny elias said come and try us and wayne pierce he's so fierce you know <laughs> he was uh he was a he he was such a great man what a great loss to the game of rugby league it wasn't just to the balmain tigers he was a fanatical balmain man yeah. all around the world he'd wear the singlet even in the coldest nights of, of a game we'd play against uh, England, that he would wear the singlet, the the old Tigers singlet, and he'd he'd do the shadow boxing, he'd be yeah. boxing into the air, and mate, uh, and he just loved rugby league more than life, you know, and that was his passion. He was uh, quite a wealthy man actually. Mm. He was a very successful man, and um, and his love was his obviously his daughter. She was just an absolute darling to him, and. What a what a loss! I went to the funeral up there at the Central Coast, and it was, you know, it was attended by thousands. It was it was such a sad day, and just reflected on a great bloke. And I'm glad that you bring up a bloke like Laurie Nichols because he's given just so much to the game of rugby league. You know, it was, and, and you, to recognise him on your program is, is just a great great feat. And congratulations to you guys. Um, thanks, thanks, Benny, and and, and Tigers next year, um, Benji. Is the head coach? He signed John Morris as an assistant coach. How important is John's yep. role in in the development of the team, but also Benji? Look, it's a it's a great signing. I, I always thought that Robbie Farrow was meant to be the assistant there. I, I don't know what's happened there, but you're right. John Morris has been signed, and he is the assistant. Look, Benji Marshall's got to take on this role and be the the arrogant leader that he possibly uh, that he that he could be and he's got to just take charge and the buck stops and finishes with him and he can't have all that other noise around him eg the chairperson and and ceo saying so many different things and announcing different things in the media everything should be run by benji marshall we saw him on the apprentice the other day when he won the apprentice you just saw the great qualities of benji marshall the way he was able to handle people the way he was able to negotiate situations and he won that tournament because of his great skills of communicating. And if we allow that to happen and we give him the grace of, of taking total charge of the operation, I think the club will be a way, way better position than we've been in the last few years. Yeah, well yeah. said, Benji. And, of course, Robbie still is yeah. uh, an assistant coach there as well. But, uh, I mean, John Morris joining uh, the ranks of assistant, assistant coaches there. Hey, uh, mate, good luck. We'll let you get into your second or third Cardinet. Yeah. Uh, that would be, that'd be, that'd be Benny Elias's drink of choice. I wouldn't reckon it? Benny would be a Pinot Noir man. Pinot Noir. Yeah. Is that, a, or, or is that right? Or, or a Chablis? Uh, one of those? Uh, Pichetto. Ah, oh, there we go. Yeah. I can't even say it. That's how bloody good it is. Uh, Benny Elias. Pichetto. Go the Kangaroos this weekend. 
And oh yeah, look forward to it, mate. Yeah, should be a cracker. And mate, best of luck. Let's hope the Tigers improve for you next year, and you've got something to smile about. Eh? Good stuff. Thanks, Benny. We've got plenty to smile about. It's always a joy to be on your program. You know that. It's great to great to have the feedback, and, and especially you recognising Lauren Nichols, mate. What a legend he was, and well done. Cheers to you guys. As you are. Thank you, Benny. Thanks, Benny. All right, guys.